Hey, listeners, Animation Aficionados will be recording a Slayers episode in late August or early September. Between now and then, we want you to send us a recording of yourself doing the Naga laugh. The most outrageous laugh or laughs will be played on the show. Send an MP3 of yourself to neil at animationaficionados.com. Hello. Hello. I can hear. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this thing works, but I think I've got it. Oh, I'm pretty sure you got it. The other guy is Ben. He usually hosts the show. I think I'll be asking most of the questions tonight, though. So. Uh, okay. okay. And they won't be difficult questions. No, they'll be they'll be softballs. Okay, good. <laughs> I should tell the story about how I found Cynthia on Facebook, and I I probably should have like tried for her agent, but I'm I'm lazy. But, uh, <laughs> actually, you're I, a real go-getter. Yeah. <laughs> I I had heard that you were in a band. Yeah. And so I found the band's website, and I'm like, I think that's her. And then I found the band's Facebook page, and that's how I found your Facebook page. I'm like, God, I really hope this is her. Otherwise, this is going to be really embarrassing. I should have responded in Spanish. That would have been really funny. I would have been like, huh, what? Yeah, no, you know, you got me. That was that was all true. And um, yeah. how did you hear that I was in a band? Someone told me. Wow. You heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend too. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who told me, but I heard through the grapevine. Nice. Yes. That's always good to know it's getting out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure couldn't find you the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, well, I'm glad that you found me, and yes, that was me. Awesome. Awesome. So lots of new movies coming out of some interest. Uh, probably going to watch at least one or two for the next the upcoming weekend and fourth. You know, despite the fact that I know it's going to be terrible, I'm going to I'm going to watch Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> You're a glutton for punishment. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I want to see the Batmanization of Spider-Man. Oh. Wow. Yes, and I, I'm I'm also going to probably watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I heard of that. Unfortunately, there are no Twilight vampires in that movie. <laughs> you want you want to see one of the greatest Republican presidents cut cut up some uh, sparklies, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, they aren't demo there. It's oh wow. <laughs> yeah, we wish. We 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 wish. We wish. It's a. Uh... Did you did you see the latest trailers for the to the next uh, Twilight? They're bad. Well, Be- because now emo girl, she looked pale before, <laughs> but but now that she's all vampy, it, it, it's worse. And it shows like the scene where she's hunting a deer. It, it, I, I don't care. I don't care how supernatural your speed and, and, and strength and shit is. You can't sneak up that close to a deer unless it's trained. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've known people who have bow hunted for years. I can tell you that. It's, they, if you, if you, I mean, there's a trope about snapping. No, deers really are like that. You snap a twig, the deer's gonna is gonna jump up because deers are not stupid it's doesn't the first movie start with something like that yeah well what it is 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 why do i know that okay what it is is the the, the cullen vampire clan which is not cool because peter isn't a member of them is uh what they are they're vegetarian vampires what they do is they feast on animals that aren't endangered namely deer which is it's, it's actually is really funny because you can actually go to a butcher shop and ask for pig's blood and well, the thing is this, I, I don't eat anything that's prepared with blood because it's gross, but you can actually do that because uh, lots of cuisine requires blood, oh. like uh, 
in Korean cuisine, there's this thing called blood sa- sausage that I think is disgusting. Uh-huh. My, mo- my mom loves it, but I think it's disgusting. Yeah, and the way you get it is you can actually go to a butcher shop and say, I would like, I would like uh, t- two gallons of pig's blood. Yeah. So this whole this whole hunting deer thing is, is crap. I mean, I mean the the Collins could just say, oh well, we we just like to make a lot of sausage. Just, just give us a couple <laughs> gallons of pig's blood every week. Oh jeez. You you know how many just absurdities are in the, the Twilight movies, right? You're 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 picking like one little thing and like. <laughs> it's the one thing I know well. Damn it. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, no, it, you know, if I could, I could. Make a whole show about Twilight, but I'm not because it's not animated. But uh, it's it's other things. It, it's the whole. It's an Anne Rice fan fiction with the uh, with with the emo vampires that, that girls love. I hope you're not one of those, Cynthia. No, I'm not. <laughs> but thanks okay. for asking. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness. It's just. It's, uh, I I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it. It, it. It's like some female writers like the idea of being tortured by by this thing that wants to eat you. <laughs> I. I... Yeah, I was sitting there listening to the description of one of the latest uh, Twilight movies. I was like, "Oh my god, it's really that bad!" <laughs> it oh. is. Oh my yeah. god. I've never. I've seen the first one, but that's it. I've not seen anything else on Twilight, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Except for it has vom- vampires. And in w- werewolves that aren't actually werewolves, they're they're shapeshifters. They're Native American that just yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, you know what you know what it's. Uh, Stephen King is right about Stephanie Meyer. I'm just going to leave it at that, and we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'm Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's uh, How do you feel about alternate history matches, Neil? Cool, I guess. You, you don't feel offended that, oh, my God, that was a real person. They can't do that. No. Okay, good. Nothing sacred? No. <laughs> good, good. That, that's always a good attitude, because once you start making things sacred, you can't question truth and once you can't question truth you have dogma and once you have dogma you have indoctrination you've been you've been building this up all day haven't you the webcast beacon network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007 starting with the web comic beacon a topical web comics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show also, the Webcomic Beacon newscast recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever-tangential discussion of literary and visual memes. And finally, Web Fiction World. Before webcomics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. So Slayers, Neil. Yes, uh, I don't. Th- depending on how how long this goes, this may either be its own episode or it may be tacked onto our Slayers movie episode. Oh, yeah. awesome, um, awesome. Let yeah, me... it depends. On, it depends on how long <laughs> Cynthia wants to tell stories, but uh, I okay. said I said at least twenty minutes, but you know I don't know how long this is gonna go. All right, uh, Neil. By the way, there's one thing I never told you. Yeah. When I do my intro of you, I actually point to my right. That's that's fascinating. <laughs> no, I I really do. I don't know why. Okay. And now you're gonna picture that every time I do it. Yes. <laughs> that that's the only thing. I don't know why it helps me do it. It just it just helps me roll it off my tongue. But uh, let's get started. Uh, okay. Hello and welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Tonight we have a very special interview with Cynthia Martinez, also known as Lena Inverse. 
Hello. <laughs> and of course, to do. <laughs> and of course, you know my co-host, TV's Mr. Neil. Raw tilt. I know it's the wrong Slayers, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that Lena. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, yes, uh, we have Cynthia with us, and uh, Neil, you had a list of questions. Well, before we do that, I just wanted to rattle off some of the anime she's been in. Just off the top of my head, she uh, was in All-Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. Great show. Yeah, Galaxy Fraulein Yuna. Yeah. Martian Hunter Nadesco. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as, as who? As who? Um, you know what? I didn't write that down. I know. I And I can't remember her name because it was so long ago, but it was the glasses girl, the little girl, the little redheaded girl with the glasses. I'm always a redheaded girl, apparently. Uh, oh, the, the pilot? Yes, I was the pilot. A little Excellent. nerdy girl. She was cool. Yes, she was. <laughs> also in Kaleido Star. Yes. Poony Poony Poemi. Woohoo! <laughs> and of course, Slayers. I'm scared of that one. <laughs> okay, um... Yeah. Were you acting before you got into anime, and how did you get into ADV anyway? Um, I actually was not acting before I got into anime. I was actually singing, and somebody said, uh, you should go try out to be a voice actress. And I thought, okay. I didn't even, I, it was so long ago, I didn't even realize that that was a profession. I didn't, it wasn't something that I'd ever thought of. And um, so I saw an ad in the paper. Well, first I saw something that said, if you want to be a voice actress, it's never going to happen. It's the most difficult thing to do, so don't even try. And I thought, okay, well, hell. But I saw the ad on in a newspaper, and ADV was doing open calls. And this was like, oh, geez, maybe 15, 16 years ago. It was a long time. Wow. Yeah, and so I just kind of walked in, and they had this application and it asked for your name phone number address a uh, list of uh you know kind of like your your resume on what you've worked in and then it asked to attach a demo well i had none of that so i just wrote my name and phone number <laughs> and handed <laughs> it back to the girl and was like here you go <laughs> um so i just really i got lucky i think because i auditioned in february and by May, I hadn't received a phone call, and then I received a phone call to do Slayers the movie. And so this was completely new to me. I didn't know anything about anime. I didn't know anything about voice acting. I walked in, auditioned for Matt Greenfield, and I remember him saying, why didn't we call you back before? And I'm thinking, I don't know. But um, So he cast me for the role of Lena, and I went in, I think, a week later, and we recorded eight hours of this movie with this little redheaded Spitfire girl that <laughs> 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 I had no knowledge of and didn't realize how big she was. You know, it was it was really quite amazing, actually. Wow. You know, I was I was rewatching the Slayers movies, and I always find it so bizarre that they're always teasing Lena about her breast size. And I'm like, right? she's supposed to be 12. What, what do you expect? I know, right? <laughs> now, now, in the TV series, you know, Lisa Ortiz is getting that. Now, in the TV series, she's supposed to be 16. I can understand that. Uh, but, <laughs> the, but, yeah, 12? It's like, really? And besides, you put her next to Naga. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Anybody is small next to Naga. <laughs> I mean, geez, let's be real. <laughs> oh, what are some funny stories from the sound booth? Do you have any? 
Oh my goodness, I have a lot of funny stories from the sound booth. Um, you know, my very the very first day I recorded, I just really was thinking, oh man, they totally made a mistake. I'm not the person they were supposed to call. And you know, Matt is sitting there directing me, and and he's being very patient. It's the first thing I've ever done, and I remember him saying, "We're gonna take a break, so you know, if you want to go to the restroom or." go get some water, or we're going to, you know, take a five, ten minute break. I thought to myself, I am not leaving this booth. If I leave this booth, y'all are not going to let me come back. So I stayed there for eight hours. I didn't go to the restroom. I didn't do anything because I thought they're not letting me back in. So um, what I did (laughs) was I sat there, and when they would take a break, I would sing to myself. Like I would attempt Mariah Carey songs, which I can't do, by the way. But I thought it sounded really cool because I had the headphones on and there's this really sensitive microphone inside of me. And, so, you know, and I was like sitting there like blah, 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 singing to Mariah <laughs> Carey. <laughs> I didn't know the whole studio could hear that crap. And so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, years later, I was told, hey, you know, that one time and I'm thinking, really? Thanks for, yeah, telling me that like now. <laughs> well, they were <laughs> you know, having that's a something laugh. Y'all could have kept to yourselves. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was a bit, tad bit embarrassing, but I have a lot of embarrassing stories, so it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good one. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I mean, uh, Sandra Crossa took over, um, the, I guess when we did Slayer's Premium, she took over the direction of that, and I was really nervous, you know, because it was bringing back all of these original characters that I, I didn't work with, and, um, I understood the fans' love of Lena and the fans' love of Slayers, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to totally screw this up. And it was just really nerve-wracking for me, and I think Sandra and I both understood that this was a very important show. And I remember I was in the booth one day, and I just, for whatever reason, you know, you have those off days. You have those days when you're just, you can't get into character or, or what you're reading isn't jiving with what the uh, director is listening to and you know she's looking at me and Sandra has the most amazing facial expressions that tell you you're totally sucking right now (laughs) 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 and then and then you get this visual because there's this big glass in front of you you can see the sound engineer you can see the director and then you can see their little mouths moving and you're going oh man that was bad she's not happy with me but you can't hear what she's saying and then she's looking at me with these big old eyes and I'm thinking boy she is mad at me and um so yeah I mean she finally like you know said hey you know what you're totally sucking right now so do you want to go to lunch and come back <laughs> and so I was like sure am I gonna be able to come back <laughs> <laughs> You know, we actually, and this is probably not the funniest thing, but we actually went out and had margaritas, and we should not have done that. I was already sucking, and then you're going to get me drunk. And so (laughs) we had margaritas, and she was like, yeah, let's start back up tomorrow. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, we have, we definitely have a lot of fun in the booth, and we have really, you know, um, really fun fun people directing us and so it, it makes it makes the the whole I guess job thing I can't even say it's a job it just makes it very enjoyable and you know and interesting so yeah those are my two that I can think of off the top of my head I'm sure more are gonna pop up 
<laughs> the, the funny thing is, you know, from from numerous stories we've heard with, from other past guests about how great it was working there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really was. And, and you know, just I think if you look at the list of people that worked back in that in that time, you know, Greg, Lucy, Monica, um, Chris, Ayers, Chris Patton. I mean, all of those guys, um, they're just very easygoing. And it was just a lot of fun to be there and to be in that environment. I remember Chris Patton and I, we um, we played a lot in the beginning. He was always my boyfriend, but I'd never seen him before. And <laughs> I remember one time I walked in and I heard his voice because you had to sign in in the front. And then there was a little like sitting area behind the receptionist area. But there's a wall so you can't really see. And I heard his voice and I heard somebody say Chris Patton. And I was like, oh, my God, that's my boyfriend. You know, because I say stupid things that just come out. And, uh, oh, no. and I walked back there. I walked back there and I was like, you're my boyfriend. And he was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, awesomely terrible. Yeah. You know, he's probably like, oh, shit, what happened? <laughs> and so you know that's how we met and you know same with lucy and lucy christian is actually one of my very very best friends and um i was recording um oh i can't remember what it was but i was recording another show and it was coming out of uh recording puni puni poemi and uh i remember i don't know how familiar y'all are with poemi but in poemi lucy played my uh, I, I, I say my lesbian lover and she hates when I say that but that's what she 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 wants to be um, and so she always says I, I wish you wouldn't tell people that story but everybody knows it's on a TV show hello <laughs> and so I remember recording with Jen Ho and um, I heard somebody say Lucy Christian is in the hallway and I was like oh my god that's my lesbian lover and then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, my God, I don't know her weight. <laughs> you know, you have Jen and the sound engineer going, bring her in, bring her in right now. And I was thinking, oh, geez, this is going to be bad. Oh my but God. thank God they did not find her because had they found her, she would have been like, who is this weirdo? Like, really? <laughs> Does she not know we're just acting? <laughs> so that's. Kind of how I got a hold of Lucy, but, but yeah, I mean, we really, you know, I think for the most part, everybody in that group back in that time, um, you know, you had a mutual respect for each other and everybody really enjoyed working with each other. There wasn't a lot of, you know, fighting or arguing or it was just, it was just fun. It's like a bunch of kindergartners at a job. <laughs> it was cool. It was nice. Okay. Well, if you think of any more, we'll, we'll keep going. But uh, if you think any more, just just feel free to speak up. Uh, what what is your favorite Slayers movie or OVA? I mean, I really have to say that as nervous as I was to do Slayers Premium, that really was uh, one of my favorites um, because it introduced a different Lena to me, mm -hmm. uh, just because of all of the characters uh, that were in it. Um, I, and I liked, I don't know, I personally liked the show itself. I had a lot of fun doing that one. Um, and, and like I said, I really was, you know, I was nervous about it because when I did the original, when I did the Slayers movie coming into this whole thing, 
I didn't tell this story. Oh, this one's bad. When I did the first Slayers movie, after everything came out, I actually saw Nadesco on the anime network, and I was thinking, wow, I'm really, I'm really in that show. You know, I was really impressed and proud of myself, and so I went online, and I Googled all these shows, and then Slayers came up, and people were like, we hate her, and I'm going, oh my god, they hate me, and it was just... You know, it really put me in this sense of, I suck trauma <laughs> for a little oh, bit. Oh. <laughs> so that's why when Slayer's Premium came around, I thought, holy crap, I'm not doing that one. That's like, you know, um, the mother of all mothers, and I'm totally not touching that show. And I really, uh, but I really did enjoy it. You know, I got to, me- I got to meet um, Crispin Freeman, yes. and uh, I kind of, I was... I don't know. I think for a minute he was like, I'm not really sure what to make of you, but we got along great. <laughs> but it's, you know, I get on these tangents and I remember the taco scene and I remember all of that stuff. And, and so it was really, to me, that that is one of my favorites. Um, There's another one, too, that I really liked. I mean, I love Lena because I want to be like her. <laughs> I want to be able to blow up people that agitate me. <laughs> just randomly kick them if I have to. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I can imagine that it's pretty cool, but you can't really do that in real life. So, <laughs> See, that kind of surprises me because Slayer's Premium, that's the one where you had to work with Gowry, and Lena is so much nicer to Gowry than she is to Naga. Yes. Well, that's because Naga, Naga presses her buttons while... Yes. Yeah. Well, Gowry really doesn't that much. Yeah. Kind of, but not that much. Well, Gowry gets it in the end, but <laughs> he, he said he's out of money and, and Lena needs to pick up the tab, and that's when she blows him up. But otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Naga was a different, totally different, you know, just character to deal with. I mean, the laugh, the, you know, just she was obnoxious. She thought she was better than me. I mean, it was just all annoying, but... There was that whole Gollum episode. And- oh, my God. That's the one I like, the Gollum episode. <laughs> well, what, what, what about Slayer's Excellent? <laughs> Slayer's Excellent? Oh, that's... that's uh, Slayer's Excellent. Oh, that's the three OVAs. Um, yeah, that was way in the beginning as well, because we recorded that right after the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, that, 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 had, uh, that had Naga and also a second Naga-esque character. <laughs> So double the Actually, laugh. Actually, that's that that is the later one. That's not that's not the one after the movie. That's uh, yeah. That was the third one that was recorded. Yeah. With uh, with all the ha 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 Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> one was... with with the ten nagas going all at once. There's there's a spot in that where it's like five minutes straight of just <laughs> laughter, laughing, and I have to like shut all the windows and turn the TV <laughs> down in hopes that nobody uses this. No one's gonna judge you, Neil. I know. But... <laughs> Like, oh my god, this is obnoxious. No, it was totally obnoxious. That laugh, let me tell you, I just don't understand it. But you know, I mean I have to say Kelly Kelly got that laugh and it was it was great, but holy Moses. If I had a best friend like that, I'd have to kick her. It was just not <laughs> So so you weren't ever were you weren't ever recording and then all of a sudden heard that laugh down the hallway like oh no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't even think Kelly wanted to do that outside of the show. But <laughs> No. You know, I think we all, you know. <laughs> I, I, I just imagine you slowly turn your head like, no. No, no. 
I mean, Naga had her. She doesn't even have an endearing quality where you're like, well, I liked, you know, this is the part of her I liked. No, I just wanted her away from me. <laughs> I just did not like Naga. So maybe that's why I didn't even think about that, but maybe that's why I really enjoyed premium. <laughs> <laughs> I and I did. I really I mean that had to have been, you know, one of my one of my favorites. I love doing the commentary on it. I had fun doing that. Um so yeah, and maybe it was that I was more comfortable at that point with the whole voice acting thing, even though I was still nervous about it and whatnot. I think maybe I just I was just enjoying it a little bit more. Finding so. your feet didn't want to leave that that booth, no matter what. Oh, heck, by that time, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Somebody let me out of this thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so by then, I was comfortable. Uh, yeah, and, you know, so, I think, I think, all, most of, most of the, most of the Slayer shows, except for Excellent, um, were, <laughs> with the exception of the laughing, no, I think they were all, you know, they were all really shows that I enjoyed. I mean, that's when I realized that I had a Texas accent. I didn't even know I had one. Oh, um, you do? I know. Matt told me I did. And it was, I, I don't remember what show it was in, but I was in front of a king and I kicked someone and I said, my leg. And when I said my leg, I said, my leg. And he was like, what did you just say? And I was like, my leg. <laughs> he was just like, what? And he made me do that that line over and over and over and over again until I until I got it right. But after somebody tells you you're saying it like this, you continue to do that. <laughs> I don't hear I don't hear a Texas accent from you, and I've lived in Texas for the majority of my life. See, I'm up here by Chicago, and I can hear it. I was gonna say, yeah, that's why, because you've lived here. But people that don't live here, you know. Right well, away. I have no accent, at least not speaking English. I mean, you're good. Do, do I have an accent? I don't know. I don't think I don't so. hear it. I don't hear it. No. Yeah, I have a very neutral accent. Unless yeah. I speak Korean, and then I have a horrible accent, I'm told. Heck yeah, I think if I spoke Korean, I would have a horrible accent, too. <laughs> but that's why I don't speak Korean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so, no, but that, you know, those are those are my, my, my Slayer days. I, I do have to say I enjoyed it. I learned a lot about anime during that time um, because I wasn't familiar with it. I had not been introduced to it. And so once I got into that, the world of it, then I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing is huge. And, uh, you know, then doing conventions and, and just kind of picking up other shows. Um, was really cool and and getting to meet you know people that to me like when I look at like Lucy or Monica or 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 Greg you know to me I'm sitting here going wow I get to work with those guys this is cool you know (laughs) because they're they're super talented and um so yeah just kind of doing that that has been I have to say Slayers is always going to have that special place in my heart because it was the first one even though I got bashed at first. <laughs> yeah, but you know it happens. It happens. There's always someone who's like discontent about anime, especially dubbing. Yeah. I, I usually just tell them to shut up. So I'm on your side. Yeah, I it's think... the, the biggest thing is if it wasn't for dubbing, it wouldn't get popular. And and the and you know what the the, the work that you all did was good work. It wasn't yeah. bad work. I mean, I've heard bad dubs, and and this isn't this isn't bad dubs. Yeah, yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought they did, you know, I think, you know, a lot of it for me was more self, 
you know, reflection where I'm going, holy crap, I've never acted before. But, you know, acting is just lying and telling stories. <laughs> That's what it is. You're pretending to be someone else. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's that's just what it is. But um, I do remember, um, speaking of stories, I do remember when I recorded <sighs> Puni Puni Poemi. Um, <laughs> oh, man, let me tell you, I was signing out at ADV and Matt Greenfield walks by and he says, I have, and Matt doesn't get super excited about anything, you know? So he's like, I have this um, show that I'm going to cast you and you don't even need to come audition. I saw her and I thought of you. And I was like, really? And he says, yes. And I said, what's the show? And he said, it's called Puni Puni Poemi. And I was like, yay. You know, I'm all excited. I go home, I Google it. And it says, you have to be on crack to watch this show. And I'm thinking, (laughs) What does that mean? <laughs> Matt just said he saw it and thought of me. What? <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this show is, um, I'll, I'll let Neil explain this show to our listeners. It's a spinoff of Excel Saga. Yes. Oh, God. And it's, it's, it's actually far more disturbing than Excel Saga. Yes. Far, far more disturbing. Far. I didn't I, realize all the things that went on in that show because I wasn't in the whole show. <laughs> but I well, can tell you that the very first scene where I'm sliding down the rainbow, for those of you who have seen this show, I'm sliding down the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe, I don't know, three to five seconds of dialogue. I stripped my vocal cords just in that I think it took me like two hours to record her saying whatever the crap she said right there because it was like she talks so fast. She's got this voice and I was scared of her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was it. That's the very first time that recording that character. I lost my voice for a week. (laughs) Well, well, that's well, you know, it's a that's really funny because uh because it, it wasn't Puni Puni that, that, but it was actually Excel Saga. Didn't uh, one voice actress lose her voice on that? Yeah, there are different versions of that. Uh, uh, what's her name corrected on the, that? Uh, uh, Tiffany Grant corrected Tif- that? Yeah, Tiffany Grant corrected us on that because I said that. Uh, oh, now I don't remember the actress's name. Um, it's a Jessica. Was it Jessica? Cavello. Yes, that was her. Yeah, and there's one version where she lost her voice, and there's another version where she. With the show, yeah, or afraid of losing her voice, yeah, yeah, and I don't know which is true now. Oh, I well, I thought it was that she that she lost her voice. That's what I'd heard, but I don't know either. I didn't know her. I didn't know Jessica, so I'm not sure what it was. Oh. Now oh. that you say that, <laughs> uh, I'm looking it up now. Let's see. I know, here. me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, I remember I, I saw Excel Saga, and then I heard about Puni Puni Puami, and I'm like, oh, this should be interesting. And I watched it, and I was like, what the hell is this? I know, right? <laughs> what were people thinking when this thing was brought up? We were talking that fast. Remind me, Neil, wasn't, wasn't, that, wasn't Puni Puni have a lot of lolly and mo, moe stuff? Yeah, but it was tongue-in-cheek. Yes, <laughs> a lot of it. Okay. And I mean, I have to say, though, that introduced me to my bestest friend, Lucy, whether she likes it or not. (laughs) Whether she likes for me to tell the story or not, that's how it happened. That's how 
So, and she has told me there are times where she's like, you just haven't seen the whole show. Because she was in more, you know, she was in more of those type of scenes. I think I was like in the oblivious scenes where I'm like, do do la la la, you know, I'm going to be a voice actress. And it's just, you know, I was in <laughs> oblivion. So, okay. And Lucy was in all of the scenes that were disturbing. <laughs> and so she was like, you didn't see this part? No. <laughs> so yeah i mean but you know whatever i'd heard somewhere that it got banned in um new zealand or something oh, wow <laughs> yes and i was like woohoo i got banned in a country <laughs> that that happens that happens a lot more often than people think you know and that's i mean that's pretty cool i mean i don't know <laughs> i'd like to visit new zealand one day but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's been it's it's definitely been an interesting ride, and it's been fun. And you know, like I said, playing playing Lena Inverse um, was was uh, she definitely has a a place in my heart because of just how she is, who she is, and and that being my very first role. Um, I really, really have enjoyed, you know, her. I, I wish I had, I wish I had more time though to kind of like get to know that character because I kind of was thrown into it, was learning it really fast, and then pulled out of that, and then got thrown into into premium. Um, and so, yeah. But she's definitely, you know, the whole Spitfire thing, and I think it releases a lot of stress to be a voice actor. Because if you're having a bad day and you're playing a character like Lena Inverse and she's yelling at everybody, you're kind of releasing that stress that uh, you you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. So she is constantly screaming. I've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you as you call it the screaming one. Yeah, I said I said Ben, we got the screaming Lena. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, the screaming Lena? <laughs> that's that's what I kind of think of it as because I I was like I said I was watching the movies and around the middle of Slayer's return, I was like, oh my god, she never stops screaming. She's like, you're such a moron! Yeah. You're such an idiot! <laughs> always always directed at Naga. Yeah, always yeah. directed at Naga. Or there was there was the other bad guy from that movie who uh, who resurrected the big giant, whatever the hell that was. And <laughs> he discovered that there was no way to stop it, and she's just yes. like throwing insults at him. I love that! <laughs> Because, you know, you can't do it in real life, but it's cool when you can do it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I have to say that, that, that that's really um, a good thing. And, and I met, just getting to meet, I met Sandra on that show as well after Matt was gone. You know, Matt stopped directing it. But um, I've met some really cool people doing this stuff, so... Uh, that's well, that's well, well, Neil. I also have to just just say just once. I think that I think that that Lisa Ortiz, when she screams, is a lot more noticeable of a scream than. Yeah, you know. she has a much sharper voice too. I mean, <laughs> she raises her voice. It's like I kind of have to, you know, find something to stick in my ear. <laughs> I, I love Lisa, but she's a good I Lena. I haven't heard, you know, I hadn't heard it. I and I wish, I really wish that I had. I thought about that had I known coming into, um, coming into Slayers and then recording the movie. I thought later, had I known that 
<clears throat> there had been a, an actress voicing this character, I would have gone and listened um, to her to see to kind of try to match the personality and the and the and the you know what she'd already given her. I just didn't realize it. Didn't well, well, actually, actually, we found out that that can that can mess you up. I mean, uh, when we interviewed Tiffany Grant, she said she tried to do that because she wanted to be Naga, and, ah. and that actually that actually that actually messed her up. It screwed her up. I did not know that. I totally did not know that. You know yeah, I think that. I think even though the OVAs and the movies are separated from the TV shows in America, the way the two mesh together, it actually complements each other rather well. <laughs> they do. Yeah, because because there is an age difference between the two Lenas, and so you jump from one to the other, and the difference kind of pronounces what the age difference between the two. I think. Um, well, I think knowing that helps. Knowing that helps me. I see, and I didn't realize there was such a such an age difference. Yeah, I think it's about four years. Yeah, which I think probably makes sense because I think my voice was probably is it's probably a little younger, and so you know I never hit puberty, so it doesn't matter how old I get. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna sound like. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does have a more youthful uh, tone to it than uh, than what Lisa Ortiz does. Yeah, so I think that that would make sense. Um, I just did not know that. If I knew I was twelve, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had more fun with it. <laughs> but that does surprise me, you know. To me, like this is this is such a fun world, and and I just feel like you know sometimes people take it so so seriously and so personally, and I'm thinking, dude, these are cartoons, like. It's like it takes you back to being a kid, but it's fun, you know, and why are we taking this so seriously? Um, I mean, you can love these characters. I love these characters. Yeah, you can't really take Slayers too seriously because of all the collateral damage that these girls do. (laughs) I mean, I think she causes a crater in all but one of the movies. Oh, man, she (laughs) destroys Yeah, she destroys all sorts of crap. It's great. I love it. <laughs> and Slayer is great. There wasn't even like a, a, an antagonist, and she still blew something. <laughs> she doesn't need an antagonist. <laughs> there was yeah. just Naga. I think that was the only time Naga got the dragon slave. <laughs> First, there was the Naga Golem that just beat up the Lena. Golem. Oh, jeez, yes, that was the ah, 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 when she had me, and she was just spinning me. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Yeah, some of those yelling things, you know, they, they can definitely weigh on you. I mean, the other thing is, too, is that going into the booth, you always have to be in that mentality. Um, what I find is the hardest thing is if, you ha- if you've had a bad day. You know, I usually I have a day job, so I work during the day and I'll record at night or sometimes, you know, I can record during the day sometimes. But I have a day job. I have three kids. I have, you know, the band and music and writing and all of this other stuff that goes on in my life. So there's there's times when I would go in there and just I just wasn't feeling it and they can tell when you are not in such a good mood when you have just taken some Tylenol <laughs> when you have just eaten Whataburger because you were starving really quickly <laughs> um, yeah Neil won't a- understand the Whataburger reference he's never been to Texas that's or true there's no Whataburger outside of Texas <laughs> yeah it's I love Whataburger by the I way love Whataburger. I just had it for dinner actually See, well, what do you, what, I guess what, Neil, you said you're in Chicago? 
Yeah. He's like confused now, huh? <laughs> yeah, Neil. Uh, what Whataburger is a is a Texas chain. It's uh, it, it has it has really good burgers and uh, and yeah. fr- and fries and and what I like is are the chicken strips. But the one thing that always strikes me is it, people made a big deal once In and Out Burger started showing up in the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I tried it. I'm like. This 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 is about the same as Waterburger, but I had to wait in line for two hours. No, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go to Waterburger. <laughs> now I'm gonna get some angry emails about that. I didn't even know but that. But it's true. That's true. In and Out tastes not that okay. much better than Waterburger. It's it's. We'll see. Do you guys have In and Out in Chicago, Neil? No. <laughs> That's a California thing, I think. Yes. Yeah, it's just now arriving in Texas. It's uh, yeah. And you know what? The funny thing is, Neil likes thin crust pizza, not Chicago deep dish. Well, I'm outside yeah. of the city, actually. <laughs> and and that, that has everything to do with the preference. Yeah. If, 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 if he moved his house like another five miles up the road, all of a sudden he would need a deep dish. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't move because I heard that's different. Yeah. No, I like thin crust. I'm a pizza person. I'm, you know, that's the other thing I liked about Lena is that she loved food. <laughs> I so love you're that. constantly eating. Uh, yeah. in, in making the om nom nom sounds. Yeah. Yes, I learned how to make those. I, I remember the first time we recorded, Matt was like, you need to put something in your mouth when you do that. And I was like, but I can't, I just, you know, and you're like stuffing your face with either peanuts or popcorn or something and then you're thinking everything you know i'm about to spit everything out on this microphone because she's about to yell at somebody with her mouth full of food and <laughs> it just you know i had to learn how to improvise and and uh and pretend like i had all this food in my mouth because yeah otherwise it's just gross <laughs> <laughs> but, they do clean that they do clean that mic right yes but oh that's still i was like oh i can't do this this is nasty so no i learned really quickly how to make those you know type talking type was, eat noises that was pretty good yeah you know you can jump into character real quick <laughs> <laughs> so i learned pretty quickly this is how i do this without having a bunch of popcorn in my mouth and you know grossing everyone in the studio out <laughs> so yeah i mean that that was a that was a challenge um Doing the Dragon Slave, you know, a couple of times over and over, that can be a challenge because sometimes um, it went longer, you know, and she's like, Dragon Slave, and you're thinking, how long is she going to go on this? I have to breathe. So um, I learned how to do that. I learned about, you know, the whole, and I mean, being a vocalist, I could do it, but sometimes when you're yelling at the top of your lungs, it's unnatural. <laughs> it's just <laughs> do this so yeah i mean um but i've actually had in orlando i had uh, a fan come up to me and it was so cool because he was like i really want you to do the dragon slave chant and i was like "Ooh, because i don't i you know you don't memorize all of this stuff and it had been i don't know a good 10 years since i'd done it and so I just thought, I can't, I don't, mm-hmm. I can do this for you tomorrow after I Google it and come back. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? And he says, yes, I'll write it down for you. And I was like, no, 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 don't write it down. You just sit right there and, and like, you know, call it out at me and I'll do it. <laughs> so, so, Neil, did you have another request for uh, Cynthia? 
I, I, I thought we'd save that for the very end. Okay. <laughs> request, request. Because yes. my, my fear is that she's going to blow out her voice and then she's not going to be able to answer any questions. <laughs> It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Grab your helmets because it's time to assemble Mask. The Geekcast Radio Network has launched Mask Mayhem with your hosts Optimus Solo and TFG and Mike. This podcast covering all 75 episodes of Mask will feature in-depth analysis of every episode, talk on the toys, and more. Mask Mayhem will run 30 podcast episodes. You can find us in iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Get your spectrums ready as podcasting is the ultimate weapon. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, geekcastradio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on geekcastradio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. And we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. And we okay. Seriously, this is just getting ridiculous now. It's what's on Joe Mind every week on the Geekcast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Come good. On, no. What about sports? That uh, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's all right. You know, I've had a lot of really interesting people dress as Lena Inverse, um, and that I have to say, at the conventions, that's my favorite part because I have no my you know my creative my creativity comes from my voice talking and singing, and and I write. But um, when you can make something with your hands, like, that's amazing to me. So, like, for me to see people dressed as these characters, that amazes me. Um, and I'm thinking, holy Moses, y'all are talented. But um, I've had some interesting people dress as Lena Inverse. And, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I think it's cool. But I did have one person that really just scared me because he was this really big guy. And and he was really, really, like, tall, and I just, you know, he wore the red wig and everything, and I thought, oh, my goodness, this is really special. I mean, uh. oh, <laughs> it scared me, and then he followed me for three hours straight. So, I, we, you know, we get those, those instances where you're going, wow, you're a fan. <laughs> oh my god that, that's almost as that, bad as man that Faye. scares me don't, <laughs> don't bring up man <laughs> i have to what he's happened been he's yeah. been banned from a few uh inventions <laughs> <laughs> oh you know the story cynthia no i don't okay there, there's this guy that that's that's not exactly overweight but he's not exactly thin either that that he, he he's actually really hairy too. I think I think he might be Croatian or something. I'm not sure. That dresses up as Faye from from Cowboy Bebop and goes <laughs> to conventions. He actually got he actually got some late night shows. He, and he's only known as Man Faye. <laughs> but that's hilarious. 
is. <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, you know, like I said, I think it's cool, but damn, you scared me. That that you know, if I had done that, if, I mean, if I play, if I was playing Faye and he showed up right standing behind me and tapped me on the shoulder, I'd have been like, ah. <laughs> So, don't hate me. Don't hate me for this. <laughs> Google at your own discretion. I will. I am googling. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh don't hate me for this. But I gave. I gave a link. Oh, well, I gave a link. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a way to do links in uh, in Skype. There's a a little uh, word conversation. Bl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Word button in the in the bottom. Left. Yeah, you click it and it shows the chat. Oh, is it the little yellow button? Wait. Yes. Oh, I see that. I'm totally new at this. <laughs> oh, yay! I... Holy Moses. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> oh, God. Why did I click that? <laughs> you do, Neil, and you still did it. Yeah. You do, Neil, and you still did it. I love it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is great. This is not as scary as my Lena Inverse. Dude, it was not. That's not. <laughs> so, so... So so guy so so man Lena is is far worse than this. Oh, man Lena was far worse than that. Man See, why, why did man Lena get get the, get the shaft then? I mean, you know, I think really what it was, I think more of what it was is that I think he really believed he was Lena and and it scared me cuz he followed me for 3 hours straight. I think that that's what did it for me where I was like, you know, I I mean, I'm all for like, okay, let's have fun. This is cool, blah blah blah. Oh my god, what just happened here? Um, Sorry, started following you. Just, just be scared if if he starts talking about the lotion. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That that would have been like security. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know what? That was the other thing. It was like he wasn't really talking, and people that don't talk, I worry. <laughs> Quiet people scare me. <laughs> So I think that that was probably one of the things is that, you know, there was not a lot of dialogue. He wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, my God, check it out. I'm Lena. You know, it was just he was just very quiet and very serious. And I thought this could be a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you laugh a little bit? It's funny, right? (laughs) Well, he was always so quiet. He kept to himself, his neighbors say. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that, exactly. That's what they say. <laughs> so I was a bit nervous. But no, I mean, I've learned, you know, a lot of people, they love Lena, which is really odd, right? People love her as as uh, as uh, as angry as she is. <laughs> they have well, a special place in their heart. She's understandably angry. She's angry, but she's understandably angry. She's around Nog all the time. Yes, she's around dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> You know how they say, I don't need anger management. You just need to stop pissing me off. That's what Lena says. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your favorite lines? Yes. I don't need anger management. You need to quit pissing me off. <laughs> so I think that's her deal. And I think it's great. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I really do like her. And that whole small chest thing, I have to say that. Yes, by anime standards, she has a small chest, no matter how old she is. Because by anime standards, I did one show where my boobs kept getting bigger by the episode. I thought, if we don't stop this cartoon, I'm going to explode. (laughs) So, so, you know, I think there's this fascination with um, boobage. (laughs) Someone working on that show had, uh, had an inflation fetish. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Oh, God. I, I don't even want to think about inflation fetishes. That, okay, that, that's, we'll that's, that, that scares me. <laughs> but that, that, you know, all sorts of other things. You know, I will show you links to Man Fay, but, 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 but inflation, that scares me. <laughs> inflation. That's that and furries. Scary word. That, that scares me. <laughs> Let's not say that word ever again on this show. <laughs> yes, good idea. Good policy. <laughs> I'm totally on that page with you. <laughs> yeah, so no, I mean I have to say we have we definitely have a lot of a lot of fun stories and I've learned how to, you know, cry on command and yell on command. <clears throat> I think when I auditioned for um this ugly yet beautiful world, um it was so funny because she was this evil person. But she was really, really nice. And and the audition part was, um, you know, where she, I think she was being nice. Yeah, yeah, she was being nice first. And then in, in a split second, she turned mean. And so Stephen Foster was directing that. And I went in and I auditioned. And he was like, wow, how did you, how did you do that? How do you switch from being really, really nice? And, and, uh, and then you go into, like, bitch mode. And I said, well, you know, I have, I have kids. And, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're going through the McDonald drive through and you're like, you need to shut up. Can I have three, three number ones? And, you know, I mean, you have to do that because you can't let the McDonald's people know you're yelling at your kids in the back. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, this is a perfect role for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but, you know, there's things like that where you kind of go back to real life um scenarios you 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 channel people i've channeled my daughter in some of the characters that i've done um just kind of the way she sounded at three or four you know if i have to play somebody that's younger then i'll i'll kind of think to her and think how you know how does she talk and and i'll I'll do that um i'm trying to think of when you know princess uh ah princess nine i was pregnant um during that show and Matt was so scared that I was going to go into labor, especially because there was a lot of running. That was a baseball show. And so I'd be like, you know, I would hit the ball and then I'd be, like, <laughs> you know, running. <laughs> and he would be like, can you not do that? You're going to go into labor. And I would say, it's okay, Matt. The hospital's right down the street. And he'd be like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Um, but I do think that uh, because of these shows, my daughter came out the way she did and she's quite animated (laughs) 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 she is quite animated and quite quite quick with her comeback so i blame it on anime (laughs) and these shows that i've done but yeah so you know i do channel some of the uh, you know on some on some shows where i'm like oh this reminds me of this but that's my other my other rant my other rant on just random stuff I'm randomly telling y'all stories that have That's nothing. That's we like it. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm just coming up with crap as we sit here. <laughs> so. So do you watch a lot of anime still, or does that is that kind of in kind of behind you now? Or? Um, actually, you know, there are some that 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 I'll watch, and then there's you know, obviously, I mean, there's things that I'm just like, no, I don't really like that. Um. I, I really enjoy some of the some of the storylines that they have, but I'm more of a romantic, and I'll be honest, I'll say like, you know, Voices of a Distant Star. When I did that one, I mean that that show was beautiful in absolutely every aspect, and and so I really, 
you know, I loved that um, Razafan. I I enjoyed. Um, I liked my character in that one, and it was just it was somebody I could really connect with. the 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 one that I just finished now is a uh, Book of Ventorum, and um, that I I totally fell in love with that character, and um, that and that whole storyline. And I'm really excited to see that one. Uh, so there are shows that that'll come out that I'm thinking, wow, that one was cool. That was cool. I mean, Kaleidostar was more of a, you know, it was lighter and it was a kid, you know, more of a kitty thing and a girly thing. And it was all pink and, and glittery everywhere, which was, which was, which was cool for a change. I got to play like a girly girl and she was just always so happy. And, you know, it was just, uh, sometimes she got on my nerves too, but <laughs> because, you know, you're coming from playing this character, like, Lena Inverse, who's so quick to to hurt someone, and then you're playing this character uh, like Sora, who um, just doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know. And the character in Book of Ventorum is is like Lena; she can kick someone's butt if she has to, but she doesn't want to have to. <laughs> you know, she will try anything she can, and she does remind me of Lena, but more of a normal. Lena, like, you know, she doesn't have magical powers, but her job uh, is she is supposed to be an assassin librarian. She's supposed to kill people, and uh, she just doesn't want to. <laughs> you know, she's just like, no, I can change this person. I can make this person better. And so I really like, I really like uh, the character. So, I mean, yeah, if you guys haven't, if that's not on your radar, I would watch it. I think that's going to be a great show. Um, but yeah, so it just depends. I've not watched Puni Puni Poemi, like I said, I saw what I saw, and that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, and that was enough. Yeah, you know, some I hate when like I hate when like a little kid comes up to me and is like, Can you sign this? And I'm thinking, please tell me they didn't let you watch that. So, <laughs> yeah, please, please. Geez. Oh my god. Jeez, the you, other you, you are a bad parent. Seriously, right, you, you what please, is wrong with you? Right? Can you please call your mother over here? I need to have a talk with her. <laughs> um, you know, remember that one parental warning we heard? And you are, if you, if your children are still around, you are a bad parent. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember the rest of that, but that was funny. No, like I'm know, calling child services right now. And I'll tell you one of the one of the one of my poemic stories that was out of the studio, out of just everything. I have a friend who's an army officer, and um, you know, a, a lot of the I get a lot of requests from military uh, overseas. You know, send this and that and whatnot. And um, it's really cool to know that you know that that gives them a break and that they enjoy they enjoy the shows and everything well i have a friend that's an officer in the army and they were watching puni puni poemi and, oh, God, <laughs> and no. i usually have not said and i've known this person since high school um but we'd not spoken and you know it was just kind of you know when you see people or every once in a while hey how you doing or whatever um he was stationed in el paso and uh i get a phone call and he says, hey, friend, um, are you a voice actress? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I do. I, I do some things, yeah. And he goes, uh-huh. He said, um, what do you know about this show called Puni Puni Poemi? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez. And he says, uh-huh, because um, I was watching this show. <laughs> 
with my whatever they call their people. And uh, he said that he saw my name in the credits and he was like, oh, there's a ton of Cynthia Martinez. This can't possibly be her. Well, at the end of the show, there's a like a documentary type little commentary thing where we're on screen. Oh, no. So he was like. He says, he goes, it pops up. And I was like, that is my Cynthia. And he goes, all the guys were like, what? <laughs> oh, no. So can you imagine, I mean, just getting that phone call where I was like, I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> Will you respect me tomorrow? <laughs> I know, right? You didn't listen to that one part. <laughs> but yeah, so some of those things where you're going, oh, geez. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, usually, usually I have the most, most respect for the armed services. Uh, you know, my my father, my sister served, blah 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 blah. But yeah, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, so yeah, you can imagine. I just thought, really, and I do have another friend. He's an officer in Air Force, and they they were stationed in Korea. And he was like, "Oh my gosh!" The minute I said I knew you, when? just like, hmm. When my sister was an officer in the Air Force station in Korea a couple years been- ago. No, and he was there. Well, he was actually there just recently. He just got moved to Vegas. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, he was there just recently. But he would call me and say, "Oh my God, you're gonna have to send us this." And <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I, I thought that almost we we almost had an overlap there, Mike. No, that would have been cool, right? All the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well. The thing is, my, me and my sister are half Korean, so it's ah. It's, so my sis, my sister got, got in the air force. She's now a major now, and. And she was stationed in Korea a couple of years ago. She actually changed job fields. She was a uh, she was an accountant, so she got to carry a gun because when you have payroll, you carry a gun. In, in, wow, in Air Force. that makes sense. <laughs> well, actually, it does. But well, in the, in the military, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, now 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 she's back. She's back on the in the state side, and and she's doing really well. I just, no, I just thought that there was almost overlap there. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, so, no, I mean, those those are, you know, those are my cartoons. Elf in Lead, have you guys seen that one? I have not. Uh, it's very, very, very hyper-violent, Neil. It's, it's, it's almost shockingly hyper-violent. It's, mm. it's it, yeah, I, I, I can't define what I mean by hyper-violence until you see the first two minutes. Then you yeah. get it. Yeah, I wasn't told. Usually when we record stuff like that, they'll tell you. They will say, you know, this is this show is like this or you're going to have scenes like that and um I wasn't I wasn't filled in and that was a really difficult character to play. I played Mayu and um she happened to be in a very tough situation and I remember recording that part right before I went to a convention in Tulsa. And I was supposed to meet Lucy at the uh, at the airport, and I got to the airport after recording this, and uh, I was in shock. Like I think I couldn't even talk to her, and she was like, "What is going on with you?" I was like, "Oh my god, I just, oh my god," I, and I couldn't, you know. So even you know when I get a, a child come up to me with a show like that too, I'm going, "What the crap? Where's your mother? Um, please tell me you have not seen this show." But you know, I mean, there's a lot of really cool, fun shows that you can be watching. <laughs> what I do have is a an action figure of of, of Galaxy Falling Yuna, and I think that's cool. Excellent. So. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. So we, Neil, we have to record your reaction to the first two minutes of of, of Elf and Lied because because 
I, I mean it. I mean it. You don't understand what I mean by hyperviolence <laughs> until you see the first two minutes, and then and then we will have to stop because that's. I actually I, I read the manga after that, and that still was hyperviolent. Okay. And it, it it is beyond description. Be you know beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your mind, wildest imagination. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but yeah, it's. Uh, Almost so there, y'all go. I got all of these, uh, all of my stories. I think out of the way. Well, one thing I noticed is just look, just going to your page on behindthevoiceactors.com, dot uh-huh. Most of your characters are skewed extremely young because of your because of your voice is is <laughs> is a younger voice. Yes. It, yes. It, I mean, I mean, it, have you ever seen this your page on Behind the Voice Actors? I have, and actually, I was gonna pull it up because I'm right now I'm on Wikipedia. I pulled that one up so I can look at. Lots uh, of lots of really young faces. Yeah. Um. Let me look. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh-huh. Oops. It would be good if I spelled my name right. Yeah, I meant to watch Galaxy Fraulein Yuna this morning. Holy Moses! That is a screechy <laughs> show. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness! Another one that has a uh, little lesbian subtext to it, and that's why Neil wanted to watch it. No, <laughs> well, <okay>. oh, no. <laughs> well, actually, yes. <laughs> Our listeners know Neil by now. Yeah, <laughs> he gives up and just says and just agrees. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I'm terrible. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's true. I'm terrible. Yeah, they are. There are a lot of really, I do play a lot of really. Nobody lets me play the older characters. I'm always a little young. Yeah, characters. <laughs> yeah, characters. <laughs> now that I'm looking at this list, but they're always so cute. <laughs> so it's cool. Wow, the, the the Lena in Slayer's premium that design. I I don't know if I can reconcile that design. I'm looking at that one. Yeah, yeah they... I know, but she's cute. <laughs> That they did is, something to all the characters in that. They they really cuted them up. That that that, that almost looks like uh, Powerpuff Girls Z style. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'd go that far. It, it it it's almost there. It really is, Neil. He's <laughs> like it really is. <laughs> it, it it's almost there. It it really is. It's a. <laughs> well, I played that motorcycle in um, Kino's Journey. That wasn't a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually auditioned. I auditioned for Kino's Journey, and I got a different role. I had another part, and I forgot who actually got the part of the motorcycle. And um, they called me back. Kyle was was directing that. He called me back, and he said, "I need you to come in and audition for a different part." And I said, "Okay." And I went in all excited, thinking, "Yay! I get to play, you know, something that's gonna give me more lines." And, he, and I said, well, what do I have to play? And he goes, the Motorrad. And I was like, the what? He's like, the Motorrad. I was like, but Motorrads don't talk. And he was like, this one does. And I was like, how do you reference that? <laughs> you know, how do you think, hmm. Well, well what you do is you get some old heart, you get some old Hannah Barbera and watch Speed Buggy and. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about it. I just sat there and invented this voice. And when I Googled the reviews, somebody had said I sounded like Marge with a head cold. <laughs> 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 Which I would think has to be pretty accurate. I mean, shit, who talks like that? <laughs> So that totally didn't bother me. I thought it was hilarious. Um, 
But yeah, you know, when you play a motor rod, give me a break. What am I supposed to reference here? So yeah, but that yeah. that was a fun show. But I am looking at these characters. There are there are very young, yep, pretty young ones. Yep. So which would you say is your favorite role outside of Lena? Oh, uh-huh. I have a couple. Um, I I have to say that even though Sora kind of got on my nerves sometimes because she was really really nice, she was one of my favorite roles. Uh, Nolte with the Book of Ventorum has become, I mean, one of my most favorite characters. I just love loved that show. I mean, I was never so excited. It's been a while since I've been that excited. To, to go and record something but she's she's definitely become one of my um really favorite characters um so yeah really i mean sora lena nolte i know there was one more that i really liked that was really cute but she's apparently not my favorite anymore because <laughs> because i can't think of her i mean i liked voices of a distant star I liked, um, you know, I liked the character, but I don't think, I think that was one of my favorite shows, but I wouldn't say it was my favorite character, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the ones that I have clearly fallen in love with were were Sora, Lena, and Nolte. Those were definitely my favorite. I liked playing, I liked playing Mikkei and Digicarrot just because it was different, just because they were little. And, you know, you kind of had to baby up your voice a bit. So that was kind of fun. And there were all these colors everywhere. So that was cool. <laughs> so any other questions, Neil? Uh, we pretty much blew through them all. She she answered a bunch of the questions that I had before I even asked them. So, But we got about an hour out of it. So I think that's that's going to be an episode. I, I agree. We were doing uh, we, were, we were doing a Slayers special in uh, late <laughs> August. Yeah, but uh-huh. uh, it looks like since this is going to be its own episode, we might want to release this earlier, like mid-July or something. This is this has actually been a pretty good episode. Usually, I'm like I'm usually like a, a deer in the headlights whenever we have one of my favorite anime stars on. Like both <laughs> yeah, times we had Tiffany Grant on, I was just kind of like da da da. I I had to, I had to carry both those and yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, we have uh, who's who's the other guy? We had Marv Wolfman on, and I'm. I don't know Marv Wolfman, so I'm I'm like free to ask him all the stupid questions that I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but but yeah, and, and we had Brett Weaver on, and he was he was a lot. You know, we we were a lot more vocal with him too. Yeah, well, I can <laughs> imagine. The show he was barely on. Yeah, he was probably pretty vocal too. So you got to yeah. meet Brett before. Uh, you know, he was my father in poem. You know? <laughs> oh. He was the white Richard Roundtree. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> But I don't, I don't believe I've ever met him in person, though, which is oh, really... I actually have met him in person, and I, call and I, and I, I met him without knowing who he was, because yeah. he was there because his uh, wife, I believe, was, was, was a comic artist. Ah. And and I had a booth next to them, and uh, we were just talking. And I said, "Oh, I do a podcast called the Animation Aficionados." He says, "Well, I'm a voice actor." And it's like, "Oh," and, he's, and I said, well, "What's your name?" He's like, "Oh, Brett Weaver." So I I, I and Neil, I'm saying next to Brett Weaver. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Roy Fokker. I think that's typical because you don't, you know, you don't know what a lot of, well, I guess now more so, but in the beginning, I remember, I mean, you didn't know what anybody looked like. It's just, you know, well, you kept well, after a while, everyone knew what Tiffany Grant looked like because she wore the Oscar suit. Yes, exactly. That was amazing. <laughs> 
yeah, I wish I could do that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Maybe, with... maybe we should do. Maybe we should do just like a like a reunion show and have have all all of you guys come back just to just to talk about you know Matt Greenfield and. I know. I think that'd be cool. I, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think that whole group was, um, was pretty cool, and 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 they all really were very. I mean, we we loved doing that. You know, it was fun, and and so I I think, and they all had these really great personalities and and whatnot. So I don't even know. I mean, I know Kelly was in it, and I guess because it was just, uh, it was really me and Naga. That was. <laughs> That was it. I think that was even before Greg's time. I think that was before Greg Greg came on board. Um, yeah, because I think it wasn't until later when when Lucy and uh, Lucy and Monica. I don't think Monica did any of the Slayers with us in the beginning, but oh. who knows? And any yeah. any any voice actor or actor you ever wanted to work with? I I mean I, I honestly like I have wanted to meet Lisa Ortiz just because. <laughs> that was actually one of my questions, but I kind of yeah. get the drift that you haven't met her. No, uh. I haven't, and I and I really would like to just because I think you know it'd be cool. I mean I would have loved to have met her before doing Premium just to talk to her about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that that's definitely someone that I would that I would like to meet. Um, that would that would be awesome. That would yes, be sir. that would just that would be too just much awesome. Drag and slave each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slave each other. It's true. I think that would be that would be great. If that ever happened at con, I mean, everyone would start screaming, like, "Oh my god, look what's happening in the main." <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. No, like I said, I mean, meeting Crispin was cool, and um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of really amazing voice actors. So as long as they're nice, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Neil, it's yes. uh, since we're wrapping up, don't you have a certain request? <laughs> yes, we were going to ask you to do the Dragon Slave. You don't have to do the chant because I know the chant is kind of long. Just the screamy part. <laughs> you want me to do the screaming part? Dragon Slave. <laughs> <laughs> like that, but not sucky. I have yeah. to like I'm sitting here trying to um prep my vocal cords. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I believe in myself. <laughs> Remember, Naga just annoyed you so. I know, right? Okay. Let me get into Lena mode. <laughs> okay, you, you see now your motivation is 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 just a, a big voluptuous woman just slighted you in a very, very personal way. So that's your motivation. You had to work with it there. A big voluptuous woman. <laughs> a chest with two great great fruits attached to it. It just calls me Small chest. <laughs> okay. Dragon Slave! Awesome! Excellent. I had to make, make sure it was over before I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I see a crater over there. but. <laughs> I know, right? Everything's just gone down. But oh, that was that was awesome. Thank you. Well, that that's you know I mean yeah if you guys are or if you guys want me to talk about you know specific and do specific show stuff then I would definitely do it. Just let me know when and uh, we'll set something up. Okay, I'll either send you a message on Facebook or I'll I'll give you a call. See, I'm, I was so nervous about calling you because I'm like you know I've gotten I've gotten cell phone numbers from people before. I'm like you know this could be so easily abused. 
And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like the opposite of what most people do. People like call up their favorite stars and be like, like, oh yeah. my god, you're, I'm talking to you. I'm like, I'm like scared of scared to death to do that. <laughs> you're scared you'll become one of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I I would do that. I would be like, well, I don't want you to think that I'm gonna become this person. Yeah, I could totally see that. But you know, yeah. no, it's fine. I figure that if you have if you're doing something professionally, then it's cool, and that's why I said here, just you can call. But yeah, you know, it's fine. Alrighty. So if that is everything. Yay! I did good. Yes, that was excellent. <laughs> yes, uh, very good. So this is wrapping up our interview of Cynthia Martinez. Uh, love to have you on. We would love to have you on again. Woo! Um, so this is Ben. TV's Mr. Neil. And Cynthia. <laughs> and we're. Oh, do you want? Do you want to do a quick promo about your band, really quick? Sure, I'll do a promo. We um. I sing in a Spanish rock band. It's Spanish pop rock. It's called Sin Tema. And uh, you can check it out on Facebook. At, and just I guess you just look up Sin Tema. I really don't even know how you do that. But it, we're also on Reverb Nation. So if you go ReverbNation.com backslash Sin Tema, um, you can check out our music. And it's really, really, really cool. All right. And we're saying good night. Good night. Good night. Excellent. That was around time. <laughs> Phone rang right on time. <laughs> ah, that was funny. <laughs> that went great. <laughs> Thank you very much for being no on the show. No problem. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for making it pretty easy for me because I was kind of nervous about that all, whole thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Good night. Good night. It's your turn. <laughs> so, who is this reckless person who was fool enough to challenge the world's most beautiful, intelligent, and powerful sorceress, Naga the Serpent? What in the hell are you doing here, Naga? Oh, it's you, Lena. I should have known as soon as they said that an undersized, no. feather-brained, bad-tempered, bully sorceress with no cleavage to speak of had robbed them. Oh, well, time to go to work. Please don't take this personally. My boy. <laughs> 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 You're a meanie, Lena. Oh, as if you had room to talk. Don't you ever learn, Naga? And anyway, these are the bad guys. Don't you have any shame about hiring out to the forces of darkness? What? They're bad? Oh, come on. Just take one look at them. But don't they say that you should never judge a book by its cover? Oh, I suppose not. But these guys are rotten. Well, if that's the case, I'll help you. Beware, evildoers. Hey, wait a minute. We already paid you to fight for us. Yeah, you signed a contract. It just so happens that there's a law in this province that says you don't have to honor a contract with bad people. Sorry, boys. No, there isn't. There's no such law. It doesn't matter. We couldn't care Mistress Lena. Mistress Lena! What? Well, what do you think? My offer is... Absolutely not! Forget it! Uh-uh! No way! No! What? But why? I thought you said you were willing to help me with my experiments, Mistress Lena. 
Help is one thing. This is something else altogether. But by combining a dragon, a sea serpent, a lesser demon in your head, my super chimera would be the most perfect alchemical creation ever to walk the earth. After a short period of adjustment, I'm sure you'd come to love it, Leah. Listen, you fruitcake, haven't you ever stopped to think that maybe I might be a little bothered by the fact that this hideous monster of yours would have an exact copy of my face on it? Oh, don't worry. I want to use your real head on my super chimera, not a lousy copy. <laughs> well, I see. If that's the case... That's even worse! Darkness has awoken. Yes, and I'm fit to be tied with you. Huh? What's that? Uh, uh, no. uh, this! I was just attempting to persuade Mistress Lena to donate a little something to the creation of this little chimera I wish to create. Isn't it lovely? Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Sir, I like your ideas and I'm going to help you. Oh, look at What did you say? Are you crazy, Naka? You're so immature, Lena. Can't you see the functional beauty of this magnificent design? Exactly. 